0: Ladies and gentlemen, from the depths of flyover country in the heartland of America, the Kansas City on the other side of the mighty Mo, welcome to Hitting the Bricks with Kathleen, the do-it-yourself genealogy podcast that features your questions and her answers. I am John, your humble hubby host, and we'd like to say, good vez to new listeners in Hungary. On this episode, we'll be talking to Alexis Begal from the Mitten State, Michigan. So let's start hitting the Bricks. So, and, uh, OK, so Kathleen, now that we're already into it, uh, no. and we are we are already recording. Um,
1: Alexis, your Middle Eastern is from which country? Uh, my grandpa's Palestinian, but that's actually the other side of the family. That's my mom's side. I'm only asking because of your DNA. Oh, sure. Yeah. No, okay. that's my mom. Levantine.
0: What is the question? What what was the big question? What brought you two together?
1: I'm going to let Alexis answer that. Okay. Okay. Um, on, so I reached out about my great, great grandmother, Ellen Connard. I know very little about her. Um, she died when my great grandma was uh, fairly young. Nobody in the family knew anything about her. And I was never able to find anything about her before her marriage to my great, great grandfather, Um which she was about 17. He was about 30 years older, which even then was a little unusual. And she's just a ghost before then. So I had turned to Mm. DNA and found that most of my matches that also had the last name Conard, which is like Conrad, but with the A and R transposed were African-American. And my initial thought was, oh, my gosh, my family owned these family's ancestors, Mm. but when i was able to find the common dna link which was a mississippi cotton planter named andrew conrad he is not the father or at least ellen is not one of his white children you know i have a lot of census documentation i have probate documents i don't see anything indicating she was his child and the dna matches with the african-american Conrads, who i was told changed their name after andrew died because his widow didn't want them getting mixed up with her family. I don't know if that's apocryphal, but that's what I've been told, um, that the African-American Conrads are much closer DNA matches to me and my family than the white Conrad descendants of Andrew and his two wives. And my theory is that my Ellen was the daughter of Andrew and formerly enslaved woman also named Ellen, um, who had multiple children with Andrew over the years. But I can't find any actual evidence to put them together. And the DNA isn't inconclusive, it's just, you know, relationship.
0: So, Kathleen, how how is that theory?
1: Well,
2: it's a theory. One of the issues is the surname. Mm -hmm. You're saying Conrad, right? Mm -hmm. That's the way your family pronounces it?
1: No, my great-great-great-grandmother, her marriage certificate says Conard. C O N A R D. Um, Andrew was a Conrad, and all of the white his white children went by Conrad, and his African American and well, I guess their biracial children initially went by Conrad, but at some point you can see them starting to change. Like initially, they had signed documents and marriage certificates, etc., put Conrad, but at some point they started all using Conard. Well, I guess hmm. even more exciting, there are about oh.
2: six different versions. Of this surname. Okay. Con is Conard, Conrad, mm. Conard with a U instead of the O. They're all related. Okay. The Cunders with a K. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Mm. Yes, I've seen Rod. And Carnard and, and a Conrad with a R A E D. So R-A-E-D. I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions about your DNA. And know that okay. you'll get all my notes. Anything I talk about, I will be sending that to you. They're okay. raw, but you'll get them. Have you tested in DNA beside or or you or your aunt Cheryl, John? We were working with her aunt who took a DNA test also, which mm-hmm. I love because it's closer to our target. Mm-hmm. Has anyone tested on anything beside Ancestry.com? Yes, I have
1: tested on 23andMe, Family Tree DNA, and... MyHeritage, Living DNA, or Family Tree? I think I just uploaded it to... That's perfect. MyHeritage, and several of my cousins, who are Ellen's direct female descendants have tested as well um, on 23andMe.
2: That was one of my questions is we need a larger pool. So one Mm -hmm. of those larger pools is to have the full thing analyzed. Take her ancestry results and populate the other tests with them. You can't do that on 23andMe, so great that you took to 23andMe, but you can populate them on the other sites. And so if you've done that and you Need to have as many cousins do the same thing. Free version mm-hmm. is fine for my
1: heritage family tree DNA. And I believe I've added my aunt and my cousins on both of those. Okay, perfect. And I did. And my half sister as well. We have the same father.
2: Okay. But what I did note that we talked about the surnames just a little bit already. What I did note is that you have had analysis of your family tree already done by another yes. group. And that. I want to mention that a little bit about it. I look, I looked at their documentary, their uh, next steps for you. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, I agree with absolutely every one of them because there's too much open. So I would say, you know, it's worth you either going back to them if they know or hiring another company to help you with a DNA analysis.
1: What kind of DNA analysis specifically exactly. do you think I need to look for? That's going to be the the bulk of our yeah. conversation. So let me and just... And I'm just pulling up the uh, document that I had sent you about next steps. Um, yeah,
2: this one has a title of document. Documentary where they say search probate records in Jefferson City and so forth. Mm -hmm. Every one of those is accurate. But before I do those, I would suggest you do an X chromosome analysis. They did not do that. And there's probably several reasons why. It's fairly new out of all of our analysis on DNA. Is
1: that the same as a mitochondrial DNA or no? No, it is Okay. So I'm going to talk about that in just a second. And I'm sorry, just because I'm curious, is that something I could do or do I have to have a direct female descendant to it? you already have all the tests you need. So John, this particular job, we haven't talked
2: on the show about X chromosome analysis. We've talked Mm -hmm. about other types of DNA analysis, but what this will allow Alexis to do is to follow just the X chromosome, which is passed down to all of the children of the mother, but it stops with her son and continues with the females because the woman needs the XX. The man passes down his X chromosome from his mother to all of his daughters. Thank you, Aunt Cheryl, for taking a test. (laughs) Because Aunt Cheryl
1: has a copy of the X chromosome from Ellen. Oh, she would, wouldn't she? Because it doesn't pass two male generations in a row. Exactly. but, But she only had one, my grandpa. Yep. She has Cheryl to Harold,
2: which he has that X that he passed Mm -hmm.
1: completely
2: to Cheryl.
0: So Alexis just said because it doesn't pass two generations in a row of a male. Right, you can't pass male male. They're not just carrying it. It, Right, what happens to it?
2: They get the X of their mother. Right, you always carry the X of their mother. So two Mm -hmm. males aren't going to have. Oh, okay. So father son aren't having the same. Got it.
0: Got it. Okay. I didn't. I didn't know if it just. Evaporated, or it's literally <laughs> replaced.
2: It's replaced by the male's mother, and thanks to Cheryl, who was the daughter of Harold, Harold mm-hmm. had the X, right. which means he got the X from his mother Martha, who got a recombined X from her mother, and that mm-hmm. takes us to Ellen.
0: Okay, hang on. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you on. What do you mean recombined. she got a recombined X?
2: Because a woman has two exes, yeah, she's getting it from. She has her father's ex and her mother's ex, right? So, uh, yeah, so they're recombined as she's passing it down. Okay, but it doesn't mean that she doesn't have it. All that means is she is going to do a DNA analysis and eliminate all of the Richters the, because the Richters the married right. Okay, uh, Ellen, that was Ellen's husband. So her first job would be look at my ex, how it's inherited. And I've done two handwritten charts for you so you can see it. Mm -hmm. And from that, you're going to first eliminate the exes of the Richters. And I'm going to suggest you start with second cousins, which Mm -hmm. are going to have like a shared chromosome around 200,
1: 250, something around there. Well, I do have two second cousins on this right. side who are and I they're the ones who did twenty-three and me that I'd specifically asked to because they're Ellen and Martha's direct female descendants. So, so would comparing them to Cheryl's be the best start? Yes, that's but that'd still give me all the Richters too. Well, you're gonna get rid of the Richter
2: side mm-hmm. if they are still part of the same couple of Ellen and Henry. So what you're now also gonna look for is someone who's related to Ellen but not Henry. And then that way you'll know all the Richters. Oh, that's, yes, that's a good point. Um, right? So you're going to have plenty of them. If they did it on 23 and Me, though, I would ask them to download their raw DNA and upload it to like my heritage. That's my favorite, my mm-hmm. heritage and family tree DNA. So now you have enough to do an analysis with.
1: Excellent, and, and you know we, my aunt does have a very strong match on the Conard side. I think it's a um, hundred and, and some centimorgans. It's a good one. Um, fortunately, I think she's the descendant of two males in a row, so I don't know if hers would be usable, but. Yes, that would. Be. I bet we can find somebody.
2: I, I know you will be able to because we're working with the second cousin of Cheryl, that level. There are plenty of them, right? I mean, you're going to have a lot of ancestors there. So sure. that is the way you can definitely solve a lot of your issues. I mean, okay. solve your major question. It's your answer to your major question. And that is... Who was Ellen's father? Where does she come from? Mm-hmm. And how am I related to the African American side? Where do they fall in? All of this will work together. The key is to have a big pool, eliminate the Richter's. And voila, you're going to work with that. I love working with the X chromosome. A lot of people do not work with it yet, even though it's been out probably 10 years. But it didn't really become popular until about the last maybe, maybe seven, six, seven years.
0: Is there a and reason for that?
2: It's just as we learn. Mm-hmm. And then we wait on some of our genealogy DNA people to practice first and then teach the rest of us. In the meantime, (laughs) Alexis, I have put on my DNA for genealogists, the Flipboard page, which is a magazine of just DNAs. I put Mm -hmm. two up there today for you. And both oh, of those articles talk about the X chromosome. I will also send you a third one that I don't feel comfortable publishing it on on that particular uh, site, but I will send you a link to a third one. And again, it shows a case study of other other people who have worked with the X chromosome, but they're used for educational
1: purposes. Fantastic. Now, I've looked at it before because I thought, you know, well, this seems like the most obvious place to start, but... I know it's been confusing in the past, because it seems like the DNA inherits differently, like you'll get big chunks that you share with someone, but you have no idea how on earth you're related to this person. Even if you both have very complete trees, it's like way back there. So exactly. I've been frustrated working at it with it in the past, but I'm excited to do some more with it. As
2: I said, I would definitely stick with like a second cousin couple, always use it in couples. If you think of DNA couples, that's the best sure. thing, because that way you can work with your cousins. You know who has what cousin or what what couple also versus eliminating with someone who's not related to both.
1: So, sure. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, the only other way to do that is if they had multiple spouses or something. But right, <laughs> right. you know, I have uh, another great great grandmother who has married twice, and it's been surprisingly helpful for isolating her DNA versus you know the first husband Half the husband's. Half brothers are wonderful.
2: Half siblings <laughs> are absolutely wonderful in this case. <laughs> So that is one of the things I want to make sure that we did talk about was the X chromosome, because to me, I would do that against the paper trail that the other company actually gave you. We always say DNA supports the paper trail, but it's nice if you already
1: have this kind of analysis so that you're just not swimming wildly around. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the lack of records in Arkansas has been a real brick wall. I just, yeah, I've... Struggled a lot with that, especially since I think I told you my other side of the family is mostly French Canadian. And, you know, the records Excellent are records. so easy. It's almost boring. <laughs> exactly. And so this is just a whole kettle of fish. You know, no death records till like 1907. You know, the records there are don't really tell you anything except names and a date. You know, there's no parents listed, not nothing. It because it's state
2: and not federal, right? So every mm-hmm. state how they handle marriage, birth, even how they handle guardian records or probates. And yesterday I was looking for a particular marriage record that was in the probate record book. You know, it should be in a marriage book or separate somehow, or even in a deed book, but it was in a probate book. So I am going to suggest one more thing for you, and that is join. Family tree DNA projects. Have you done that yet? Because I did not um, notice you on there. I have.
1: I think I might have joined one or two, but they tend to be either very specific or very broad. The ones I've come across. So, so I did that might find one called Conrad Conard. Like no, maybe I think I know. People are on there. Okay, is it Conrad Conard? C O N A R D.
2: Yes. But you want to join that group because they'll do this whole spreadsheet that's colorized and it tells Ooh. you which one of these groups you belong in. I don't know if you've played with it. It's a full pro- no. DNA project. Okay. This is and could DNA I even start project. my own? No, you're just going to join it out there and I'm okay. going to send you the link. Okay. And you Great. want to join
1: that, especially if you have any male cousins, you want them to join. You mean why dna related? Like yes. direct male No, I do not join that was okay. I will. Okay. And I'll I'll send you some information on that. Okay. So
2: there are things called one name studies. As you do your DNA, and I would wait again to see what kind of results you get on your DNA Mm -hmm. analysis with the X chromosome, you may be interested in a one name study. Working with your name, what other research is out there? And you might find Mm -hmm. that you're related to some of these at a distance. Now, remember the autosomal is only good for about five generations because Mm -hmm. you inherit so little, but luckily, Aunt Cheryl will have a little bit more. So Mm -hmm. we want to make sure you're always working with hers in all of these yeah and um, i have been for the most part it looked like that to me also that you had those were the main things that i had on your case in general now i'm just going to show you what i'm lo- talking about with the x can you see this yes. yeah i was at an x dna inheritance chart exactly and so i would just scribble names in there for you the other two things that i'm very
1: interested in is who is pinky one thing that's been challenging about this is we have a lot of mutual relatives shared amongst all the various conards and conrads and Coonrods, and most of them have ancestors coming from york or chester county south carolina and andrew says in all known censuses he was from south carolina and from there many of them you know split up and one branch went to florida um still in south carolina and the ones in florida and i believe a couple others went by coonrod i believe pinky is from one of those branches i have unfortunately what i found is a lot of families trees that appear to go back before Andrew, you know, I, I'm related to this person. So and so is related to this person. But when I and compare the the trees from like the 1700s, so we have this little chunk. And sometimes that's the little chunks. It's, it seems like kind of sticky DNA, you know, with those segments that just keep together. But I can't I can't fit Andrew in because we don't know who his parents were. I have not been able to locate them yet. So So, these may be people I'm related to through Andrew's ancestors or a different family member. That's possible if it was I can't figure out how.
2: So remember I said you want some of these other conrads that you're related to that you might not know Mm -hmm. to take the Y-DNA. This is the time Mm -hmm. to be generous and send them y DNA. You contact them (laughs) and say, would you be willing to do this Y-DNA test? A lot of people say yes, especially if you're paying for it. But I would say Pinkies, Andrews, these kind of families are the ones that you want to send a YDNA DNA to. And okay. I'm only talking about two or three to see how they're related to one another. And then you can compare it to you because if they are far behind, that's why you're not getting the right hits on your autosomal test. Alexis, basically that's where I'm going to tell you to start. And your tree, I think it's nice and clean, but if it's not, and you're not sure who's on the tree, make sure you mark it as possible or take it off your tree because people are copying bad trees. So just make sure your tree is cleaned up and really review that last report. And I can see your issue, but it's really partially because there's not enough data yet. When you get that X chromosome in the analysis, then I think when you turn to another company or you have someone else analyze it, you will (laughs) see that some of those questions you have can be answered. And so those are the five things, though, that I wanted to tell you. It went faster than expected because you're familiar with the X chromosome, but do you have any questions for me?
1: Um, I'm trying to think, uh, are there any other records in Arkansas I can look for? Because I have tried to find Ellen numerous ways you know i cannot find her so she was born about 1860 married in 1877 in jefferson county i cannot find her in an 1870 census there or in 1860 though that may be iffy depending on the time of year and if she was a year or two off about her date uh, about her birthday but i can't find anybody with an even remotely similar name living in that area at that time. So are there other places I could look that I have not yet? Well, one of the things I would start with is a guardianship records because mm-hmm. if
2: her mother died there, the mother normally had to have some sort of a guardianship that probably was uh, managed by a male. Those mm-hmm. records should be there. I also trace mm-hmm. land records. Who inherited what land record? It is possible also that Ellen had different siblings who inherited some of these land records, especially the brothers. I would really start widening your search versus Mm -hmm. narrowing. So I would make sure you are combing guardianship records, land records, and the county next to theirs. Don't just stick mm-hmm. in their county because they went to the closest. Sure. If you know where they came from before Arkansas, remember,
1: they may have kept something there also. Um, She does say in one census her parents were born in Georgia. I have not found them in Georgia either because I have looked there, but I don't have first names either. So, so and it- Conrad, if you're looking up that version, is very, very common.
2: Yeah. Do not rule out uh, the Georgia group because a mm-hmm. lot of them came up with the Eastern Cherokee and settled okay. in Georgia and then in Arkansas. Okay. So I would that is not good rule to that know. out. Matter of fact, our last podcast, John, um, the, one of the podcasts we did about three podcasts ago,
0: Oh, no, the Eastern oh, Cherokee Band. It was Jack, Jack. Yeah,
2: Listen in on that one, because we do talk about that Arkansas-Georgia connection of the non-Native Americans.
0: I've been uncharacteristically quiet, I think, in this one, because I've really been taking in a lot of the uh, information. I don't think we've had anything that's been so deep in the DNA before. Yeah. So, th- So this was a walk through uncharted territory for me. So I'm learning quite a bit, which I'm going to forget as soon as I possibly <laughs> can.
2: I will put out a blog <laughs> as well as send Alexis all of our notes all and all of notes my notes, and rather.
0: Yeah.
2: And um, I will send Alexis all of my notes and I will also write a blog on just this topic.
0: So, Alexis, Fantastic. thanks very much. We really appreciate you uh, taking the time, especially out of a work day.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to to start digging some more. I, You know, every now and then I take a break because I get frustrated and then I come back and I kind of poke it, poke it with a stick again and then I, you know, stomp off and come back and poke it a little more and, poke you a know. little bit more exactly good, good exactly <laughs> it's no, a good way well, to do it
0: alexis thank you very much
1: Thank you. You guys have a great day. You thanks, too. Alexis.
0: Okay. bye. Well, congratulations. You've made it to the end of another episode. Thanks so much for staying. Thanks to Alexis for her questions. And thanks to Chewy Chewbacca Brand, our part-time knocker-upper and full-time sticklebacks, for his unwavering lack of interest in anything we're doing. The theme song for Hitting the Bricks was written and performed by Tony Fisknuckle and the Protons. Watch for their next appearance at the Oceans of Venus. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, and of course, Buzzsprout. We'd love to hear what you think about the podcast. So stop by our Facebook page at Hitting the Bricks with Kathleen and let us know.